Hey, y'all. This is, uh, what, the 10th episode of the Shibble Option Report podcast. And today, obviously, the big news is going to be the recap of the finals of the NBA. End of the season, uh, end of basketball for the time being until, what, November? So, let's go ahead and go to it. Uh, went, what, the result? Went the way I went. I I, predict, I thought it would go. A win for Denver. That's about it. Literally, almost everything else. What happened last night didn't exactly go how I thought it would go. I thought Denver would, would win comfortably. I thought they win by double figures, by dominance. That didn't happen. Uh, Miami, they fought hard. They they came in and punched Denver in the mouth immediately. The refs were weird, and and. Definitely favorable towards the Heat throughout the game, which didn't make it any better for Denver. Denver played sloppy, very cold from three, weren't making a lot of shots, weren't making a lot of free throws. It, it, it was kind of a, a mess, honestly. Played one of the worst performances, honestly, of the entire postseason for them, and yet they still won. Which just shows you just how strong Denver is. And Jokic in general was obviously machine. Uh, average what a thirty-point triple double? I believe the first player in NBA history to do that in the finals. If I'm correct, or did LeBron do that? I need to look back at that. But if I'm correct, I believe he's the first NBA player to to average a thirty-point triple double in the playoffs as a whole, which is in which is even more insane, obviously, because that's a whole postseason. I mean, he had a historical playoff performance. Just all across the board. I believe he led the team, all teams, in in the entire postseason in points, rebounds, and assists. Which is a first ever as well. That Again, historical uh, performance for him in the the postseason. Jokic really showed he was an all-time great. Not just last night, but the entire postseason. Murray also played great. I mean, he didn't have his best performance last night, but he came when it mattered most in this post in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Murray's three and his shot really opened up. And overall in the postseason, he was phenomenal number two. I mean, consistently, with the exception of uh, get like a couple games in the, against Phoenix, the entire postseason, Murray's been pretty much consistently great. Like, yeah. And like game two against Miami, yeah, he wasn't he was off. But outside of those those games, yeah, every other game he was consistently fantastic and did his job. And that's what you ask for from a number two. Like when you have a, a team running like that and your top two guys playing that well, there's really not much else you can ask for. As for the Nuggets future, now we're thinking about could they repeat? Yeah, they really could. I mean, when you look at the two, I'd say this: the difference for the Nuggets. I've I've always thought this because I've been high on the Nuggets since what 2016, 2017. They've I've always felt like they had the ability to to make the finals at least. Since then, they just need to be better at defense and stay healthy. They got the healthy part this year and a defense part. And the two main players that helped them out was that they didn't only score. 
They had good guards, but they couldn't play good defense for the most part, or they couldn't stay healthy. So they got two guards this past offseason that were both healthy and played great defense. Bruce Brown, who I should say his offense has improved immensely over the last two to three years. When he first came to the NBA, he was always great defensively, but he was always a solid passer back then, but his offense was quite frankly not good, kind of a liability. And to see how much he's improved in both scoring in a paint and from three is pretty surreal, honestly, compared to what he was at first. And K- KCP, just like a, pretty much a prototype 3 and D player for a team that needs 3 and D players. Like, he's one of the main ones. He's not going to go over, overperform, like overdo what he's supposed to do. He's going to do his job and do that correctly. So if they keep those guys, and they're going to keep KCP, and if Bruce Brown, what he said in post game, if if that's true, then uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, that team's complete. They could, they're ready to, to repeat. They they don't really have a, a major flaw. If everyone returns, especially Bruce Brown, because those two, him and KCP, are the most important, because they're what made them go through the final hurdle, getting a good defense, like. If those two guys stay, which it looks like they will, yeah. Which makes you think, okay, what teams can improve to possibly challenge them next year? I look at the Lakers. The Lakers need to keep that team mostly intact. Do whatever you can do to keep Hachimura and Austin Reeves. I keep the rest of that supporting cast. Some of those guys, for the most part, some of those guys like Tristan Thompson, guys like that, they can go. But I don't know. I keep, I keep someone like Max Christie. I don't know. Guys like that who have potential, you, you want to keep them, especially since they've only played one year. Now, they do need a big man, like like an actual like center, so that AD can play at the four again like he did when they won in 2020. When he was at that spot, and I don't know why. Maybe he can focus more on his jumper. If he can get his jumper back too, then then that completely changes everything. But that's a big if. But they do need an extra big man just in case. He's not gonna. No one's gonna. He's not gonna stop Jokic. No one's gonna stop Jokic. But just like, you know, an extra big body, and and, and a big man who does exactly what Dwight Howard and and uh, Javale McGee did. I don't need your passing. I don't need them with the ball in the hands like that. Play rebound well, uh, defend well in the paint, and and score lobs for the most part. That's that's really the job. Someone like a maybe if Mo Bamba can stay healthy, but that's a big if. If not, you could get a Nas Reed. And you could get an assortment of, of big guys off the uh, free agent market that aren't going to be too expensive. Someone like uh, maybe the guy from the Mavericks, uh, Powell. I don't know. Like, but you need a big man like that who's not going to be like a star. He's going to stay and do his job. That's it. And you don't need a star. Just something that's affordable. And also, they need some three-point shooters. Get you one or two 3D guys that score off ball. Like, just uh, uh, collect and shoot. That's it. You don't need them to score in a paint. you got guys like that. And... They could probably get that through the draft. Lucky for the Lakers, they got the 17th pick. So, yeah, like, there are opportunities, but it, it there's still big hypotheticals. But they could happen. Uh, 
the sons, the sons need death. <laughs> a lot of death. Because they don't have any death. They also need three-point shooters. Badly. They have none. Their three-point shooting was awful in the postseason. And Katie, again, is only getting older. So you can't just ask Booker and Katie to go shoot lights out every single postseason game. That's unfair to them, honestly. And the chef, and the coach they got, I mean, they got a good coach. I'll say that. They needed defense, too, and, and that'll be improved. But still, like, again, the main thing is affordable death. If they can somehow let go of Chris Paul, if that's what they want to do, and, and getting money for it to, to get as much affordable depth as they need. And you need, again, here's, here's the deal. The last five teams that have won, Toronto, the Lakers, the Bucks, the Warriors last year, and this year the Nuggets all almost followed the same formula in a way. Two all-star players, or all-star, all-star caliber players, and a, a lot of depth. But all of it specifically built to strengthen the strengths of those star players and hide the weaknesses. That's really, that's, yeah. Whatever holes that the Suns have that and whatever weaknesses those two star players have and what, whatever style of play that helps them boost, boost up their strengths, those are the types of players that you need to get. Just affordable. You don't need to get expensive star players. Just affordable, deaf that, that's really it. And you need three-point shooters. Which, again, you can get off the market for cheap. Uh, The Bucks. I don't know, honestly, about the Bucks. Just hope that Chris Milton gets healthy and gets back to playing at his peak level. It can happen, but it's a big if, but it can happen. Uh, You need Giannis. I, I think Giannis might have slightly regressed. He kind of lost a bit of his jump shooting ability this last year or so. I would like for him to get that back. He kind of fell back in love with just being a power guy in the paint. He got a little versatile these last two years before him, which is why they won a title. I don't, yeah, you need him to get back to that. And again, Drew Holiday, what's up with that? He's very inconsistent. If it's not going to work, maybe you got to go get someone else. I don't know. But they had a team that was well built, and I don't know, like, Maybe you can get some of those guys back off the market. A Dante DiVincenco, maybe? Who knows? Uh, the Heat, I just don't think the Heat have it. Like, they're good enough to make the finals, but they just don't have the sheer talent. I said two stars just have one star. They, 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 they need an extra star. Whoever that may be. But they can't straight away too much of the, the team around them because it kind of... You don't want to take away what made the team good in the first place. You don't want to hurt team chemistry either. So you got to be very careful with how they do this. If, they go, if they're going to straight for a big star or get a big star off the market, they need to be very careful for not hurting team chemistry too much. Uh, the Warriors. The Warriors are weird because I don't even know, like, is Myers even going to be there next year? That's, that's a problem in itself. Who do they replace him with? Uh, not just that. Just what's the situation with Draymond? What's the situation with Clay? 
do you hope that Andrew Wiggins, maybe he was just rusty, West, oh, maybe he was just rusty, uh, because he hadn't played all year almost, and so he became kind of an offensive liability in the, in the playoffs, we don't talk about this, but his threes are horrible, really off, I only made it, I, I believe, like, from my eyes, it felt like I only saw him make about four threes the entire postseason. Like, it was getting so bad that the Lakers were literally just letting him wide open and just double-teaming Steph. Like, yeah, he became he was great on defense, but on offense, yeah, he was, a, rely, he was a liability, which is a complete fall-off from what he was the year before. So hopefully it's just because he was rusty and he'll come back and get somewhere close to what he was beforehand. Pool, it's weird with Pool because whenever Steph was on the bench or not playing, Poole played great, but whenever Steph was starting, Poole fell off, and that was consistent all season. And again, the whole Draymond situation, I don't know if that hurt Poole too. It's just somewhat of a mess, because are you going to pay Draymond that? Or are you going to pay Clay that? Is Clay, let's be honest here, he's got two major injuries, and, and he's getting older, and he's not used to having injuries like that. And he doesn't have the athleticism that certain guys like a LeBron could have that can maybe make you feel like, oh, he okay, he can recover from that and still be, like, you know, a top 15 player. Like, no. His shot's been off. He's been, he, he's getting older. His defense fell off a cliff, honestly. I don't know. Draymond, he's getting older. Like, you have to start, the Warriors are a conundrum. And and that I would not want to be a GM in that situation because that's tough. You know, you don't know what you you could mess up that team for long term, or you you could have done the perfect thing. Like it's it's too difficult with that one. You're gonna have to do a lot. That's all I'm gonna say about the Warriors. But they can they can still get being they can still become a title contender next year if they do the right things. But it's small minor things, but a lot of small minor things, and a couple major ones involving Clay and Draymond, but still. The Celtics, honestly, this is just the players' fault, honestly, for the most part. And the coach. It's time to finally stop choking. It's all mental for them. They have a team there. I guess they can get an extra big man in the paint. Just a big body. Because as good as Robert Williams is, he's very long. He has long arms. He's still rather short for a center. Just just an extra big body. But outside of that, no. I mean, the roster's there. They got depth. They got guards. They got... Three-point shooting. They got defense. It, it's, it's them. It's the mental, honestly, for them. Uh, the Grizzlies? Yeah. <laughs> About Jaw, I don't know how badly this punishment is going to be because he's going to get... Looking at what, how Adam Silver was talking and what he was saying, his reactions, his mannerisms, yeah, he's getting... Jaw Moran's getting a punishment. So, the Grizzlies, what he just just take this season... Throw it away and say, well, time to go for a lottery. Or, or do you try to just, like, sustain what you can, make the playoffs, and just do what you want? Like, who knows with the Grizzlies. But that's a conundrum. This year, they're probably not winning a title. I'd probably bet money on that with this, this whole jaw situation in general. But they have the talent there. It's just they got to stay healthy. The, the big men and the defensive wings they had got hurt at the wrong time, and the Lakers just feasted on it because of that. Uh, the Mavs, you thought the Suns needed, uh, death, the Mavs needed by a million. 
Now, I would say this team was already bad defensively, but then they let go of their top defenders for Kyrie. Their defense fell off even worse somehow. Like, the Mavs, they need a deep overhaul. Keep Luka, and if you can, keep Kyrie and just do a deep overhaul. I would go for DeAndre Ayton if the Suns are willing to let him go. Definitely. They need a big man, badly. And they need some defense, badly. And rebounding, badly. But yeah, I, I get a lot of defensive-based players, honestly. I wouldn't go too hard for, for offense like that, because you don't need it. You got those two guys. I mean, you can get some 3D guys, but like, you don't need ball-dominant players at all. You got two right there. But they need defense and depth, and a big man, badly. If they want to make the playoffs, let alone do anything looking at a title or anything like that. The Clippers, I don't know. They're kind of a uh, Kawhi and, and Paul George. Paul George, I I don't know. Like, Keys gets hurt every year now. It's, 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 he's getting older. It, it's just unfortunate. Kawhi, again, it's chronic. So it's just going to get worse. And it, every single postseason, he's gotten hurt earlier and earlier. This time, I don't think he even played in the postseason. Well, he did for like the first couple of games. Next year, who knows if he can even play in the postseason? And they they have to do game like they have to do load management with him because if they don't, it's gonna, it's gonna get worse. He's a rare exception to the rule where you have to load manage him if you want him to play long term or every year. Like it, it's just gonna get worse. So the Clippers are kind of a lost cause, honestly, to me. Like, I just can't trust those two star players to stay healthy ever, honestly. Definitely not long enough to, to last long enough in the postseason for a finals run. Uh, the Kings, young, super young, bright future. The offense is there. The offense is insane. Defense is horrible. They need a big man who can rebound. They made Looney look like an absolute monster out there. Had him with, what, like, 18 rebounds, like, absurd numbers. Like, yeah. They made <laughs> Looney look like an all-time great. So, again, they, they need a big, an extra big man, like an actual, like, center, who can rebound and, yeah, and play somewhere defense in the paint. They need defense in general. Like, they're, they're, they're a sieve on defense. Like, it's awful. But that, that they're young. Which is actually kind of concerning because usually younger players are the ones who play better defense because that requires hustle. But yeah, they need to, from here on out, draft defensive players. And if you can, you can shade one or two guys for defensive players. Not anyone like super important, but you know, you, they need defense badly. And just to get older. And maybe they, maybe they could win a title or run for, or run for, run for one in the future, but... These next couple years, probably not, because, again, they're still too young. The Sixers, yeah. It, it, look, See the Celtics. The Sixers have the roster to do it. Again, like the Celtics, but they're just, I don't know. It, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to, like, be insulting and say they're chokers, but it's all up to them. Honestly, it's all mental. They have the roster. They have the, the team build for a title run, but... They, Again, like, they can't keep falling apart like this in, in the postseason. It's it's really up to the players and the coach. And the Timberwolves. They have the talent there. They actually have a team that's kind of perfectly built, honestly, to, to make a finals run. 
one of the best built teams to make a finals run. And outside of maybe the Lakers, probably the best built current team to challenge the Nuggets next year. It, it's again with them, it's just mental. They have to grow up and mature. It's different from the, the Celtics. And, the Celtics and, and Sixers, they're, they're mature, but they kind of do shelk, honestly. And, 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 and when it comes like deep in the postseason. But the Timberwolves, it's not choking. It's just not being on assignments. It's just being immature, honestly. Undisciplined almost in a way. They get they grow up and they have a team right there that's already made to challenge. Probably one of the toughest teams to challenge uh the Nuggets next year. So if I were to say the toughest team, the biggest challenge to 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 really take down the Nuggets next year. Probably either the Lakers, if they do the right things in the postseason, which nothing major really. Draft exactly what you need to be drafting, a three-point shooter. Get a couple 3 and D guys in the center for cheap. And uh, tell the Timberwolves to, to grow up and get better basketball IQ. And from the East, the Bucks again, on paper you would think the Bucks would be... I don't know, you would think that they'd be a good challenge. I... It just didn't execute well. How they played the regular season did not come to, to, to fruition in, in the postseason. If they can do what they have to do to, to fix that, then yeah, from the East. And, and and along with them, obviously, like I said before, Celtics and Sixers need to get out of their own mental problems, honestly. That's really it for them. It's all mental. I'm not saying any of these teams could beat the Nuggets, really, at all. But I would say those are probably, in the Suns, Again, if they fix the depth, obviously the Suns because KD and 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 and, and Devin Booker. But like outside of that, those are probably the the six biggest challengers to the Nuggets. But on paper, you would think, especially if Bruce Brown returns, Nuggets have to be the runaway favorites heading into the next season. Like they have arguably the best player in the NBA now, in Jokic. They have a, a great number two, one of the best number twos in the league right now, and and Jamal Murray. And if they bring back Bruce Brown, they have really, like I said, no holes on this team, really. And a great coach, Mike Malone's one of the best coaches. Like I remember, see, like learning years ago that one of LeBron's favorite coaches outside of uh, Popovich was Mike Malone. So yeah, like he he has a good reputation around the league for a reason. He's a phenomenal coach. So, you have all that coming back next year. Yeah, they should be the favorites. Now, one last thing in regards to the NBA and this finals. Jokic legacy. Now, I talked about how in the past, I'm not high on the whole legacy talk and all that crap. Because, you know, narratives and hot takes and all that. I'm not a big fan. But, this is not like that. This is not going to affect anyone's legacy negatively. They're, like, Butler's legacy was already made just making the finals twice in the way he did. He's fine. Like, even losing, like, he's not, no. Jokic, in a good way, is is, is affected, I would think. I would, obviously, yes. He's got two VPs. Should have won three in a row, honestly. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and he has a finals and a finals MVP. Like, he's among the best centers all time now. He's a top 20 player all time in the NBA already. And he should have made the top 75 all time. Yeah. Now, where does he rank all time in terms of centers? Like I said before, I think he's number six. I think he's ahead of David Robinson, personally to me. 
but right behind Shaq and Akeem. The top three centers all time to me, I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon, unless Jokic wins one or two more rings. If Jokic wins about two more rings, then yeah. Well, those top, he could, he's up, he's, he could, he'll be up there. But those top three all-time centers to me, it's hard to change. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously, uh, Bill Russell, and Will Chamberlain. Those top three, it, it'd be very difficult to, to crack that. But if he wins a title next year, he's honestly looking at Shaq and Hakeem. You have to look at that now. Like, his, his, his career achievements, his accolades, and how he's playing, and his stats, you'd honestly, yeah. Now, the thing you have to look at, too, is is how long more, how many more years is Jokic going to play in the NBA? He's 28, and how his mentality is, and how he is, and just in general, how he's reacted to everything, he's obviously was emotional initially. This is one of the NBA finals. I mean, yeah, you want to ring in, in, in your finals MVP? Yeah, you're going to be, but afterwards, you know, he just kind of just yeah, he just shrugs. And, and, and how he just reacts to everything in general and how he is, does he want to play a long time in the NBA? Or is he fine with winning a couple rings, two or three MVPs, retiring and saying, all right, you guys, in my early 30s, I can go back to live with my horses in Serbia. Like, seriously. He just seems like a, a very chill guy who doesn't take it too seriously. I mean, takes it seriously, obviously, because it's... He's a star, and you can't not take it seriously and be that good. But you know what I mean. Like, he doesn't live it. Doesn't seem like he lives it. Like, his entire life is basketball. Like, he can be peaceful and calm with himself without playing in the NBA for 20 years. So, like I said, like, it also depends on that. So, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of hypotheticals. But right now, I have him six, and no matter, like, whatever happens in the future could affect that greatly. Can enter past Shaq and Hakeem. Kid, maybe even crack that top three if, if he wins more to a certain amount. If he keeps playing like this at, for seven more years, and the way he plays, he can do that, honestly. He doesn't exert a lot of energy. So, you know, yeah, that that's... Yeah, Jokic is an all-time great. So, the other championship that's happening tonight, I think will go somewhat the same way. I, I think, like the Nuggets, who are a first-time champion... I think the Vegas Golden Knights will be a first-time champion and win it in five, just like the Nuggets did. In Vegas, just like the Nuggets did in Denver. I, 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 like I said before, I said the last episode, I said that's my pick, my quick pick was them, and I'm sticking to that. Florida, they made a nice game three, but then game four, back to reality. I think it's staying that way. I think the Vegas, they've had a better resume heading to the playoffs anyway. They had they had a better, better run to me personally in the playoffs in terms of the teams they beat and how they beat them. Yeah, I, I think this team is very dominant in this postseason. Congrats to the Golden Knights. I think they win it they win the Stanley Cup tonight. Sticking with sports, this is going to be short. Just going to mention it. Mbappe, now it looks like that might not be a long-term thing with PSG. Uh, with that news coming out, Another year, another Mbappe Real Madrid rumor. If it were to come to fruition, that's scary. If Real Madrid were to get that trio of Mbappe and Harry Kane, yeah, that would be that. That would be a good challenge to Man City, obviously. <laughs> so who knows? 
who, who knows? Like, but again, we thought he'd be he'd come uh, in, in Bellingham, obviously. But if 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 we thought he'd come last year, you know, whatever. But he didn't. So again, he could always just re- resign and stay with PSG again. It, yeah, but again, it's ongoing thing. Just just a heads up, because a lot more is gonna come out later on. Now, temporarily going off sports for one quick second. I just noticed uh, Ezra Miller, that whole debacle with the Flash, and I don't want to see the movie because I don't want to support that. They're not a good person. Like, they should be in jail, honestly, for the things they've been accused of and the things that they've done. I can't support that. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems... When you, go, when you see uh, the other Marvel and you see how what's happening there and that situation and you've got a, a, a person doing like in similar hot water why in the world are you just gonna ignore and just let it go like the DCEU has been a mess to me the entire time from the get-go and it personally to me if I was them I'd just drop it all and I'd start out with what went on with with the new Suicide Squad and and uh, Peacemaker and, and start there and grow from there because you can do something with that. That stuff was great. And honestly, the first time anything was honestly great in the DC. You had good, but not great. This first time it was honestly great and consistently. I was sick with that little mini-universe and expanded. Iron Man was the guy who started the MCU. Iron Man. Who, outside of people who, who read comic books, no one knew what a freak Iron Man was. When you thought of Iron Man, you thought of, of the Black Sabbath song. Not him. So, like, like Yeah. No, like, this started with those guys. It starts out small. Do you want to know who, who the Guardians of the Galaxy was outside of comic, comic books? No. Heck, a lot of people in comic books didn't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. So, like I said, like, you start out small with that, with that Suicide Squad, Peacemaker Universe, and you expand upon that. So, they have good leadership now. So, hopefully, they, they, they just... Let this flashing run off and then go somewhere else from there. One last thing, of course, my big time pick of the day. And today, it's in Shrack and Field again with the Oslo Bislet Games Diamond League Shrack and Field meet that's coming on on Thursday. And my specific event I wanted to talk about is the men's 200 meter dash. It's a pretty somewhat loaded field. You got Andre de Grasse, Fan Boule, but Ogando and Mina are really good, but the main guy, the guy that I'm picking to win, the favorite here, is by a landslide, honestly, Arian Knighton. He has a personal best of 1949. He has a, a, a season's best. I mean, a season's best this year of 1989. Clear cut, fastest dude this year in this event. Already ran past these dudes pretty earlier, pretty dominantly. I, I see him winning very comfortably here too, and possibly getting a new world lead. Who knows? Depends on how fast the track is. So, uh. That's it for today. And, um, oh, one, one thing. On Friday, I talked about how this is uh, sports, comics, and, and pop culture. It's going to be nothing but pop culture. Me and my brother are going to be doing a, a, a joint podcast on Friday, and it's going to be a, a, a list. We'll tell you what it is that day on an episode, so just stay tuned for that. But overall, another great episode the Shibble Option Report podcast. And till Friday, see y'all.